Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Playmakers, what's going on? Welcome back. We are so excited to be back recording and finally chatting about our crazy past couple of months. Yeah, and if you're new here, I'm Ashley. (laughs) And I'm Brittany, and we are More Than a Season podcast. We provide tips and tricks and a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to be a part of the sports industry. Yeah, it's really exciting because this is the first time that Brittany and I have recorded in our new location. So I am in Clemson, South Carolina, and it's it's definitely been a journey the past, I guess, two months now that we have been separated, but we are finally back and Brittany just moved as well. <laughs> yes, of course, you know. We like to do things kind of crazy here in the sports industry, and so we both moved. I mean, not that any of these moves are planned, but it wasn't really planned, and we both kind of got uprooted in January, and so we are at Western Kentucky in Bowling Green, Kentucky, in a much bigger city, which everyone laughs about because they're like, don't worry, Nashville's so close. Like, you're not in a small town. I'm like, you guys don't know small town life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's so interesting because everyone says that too. They're like, you've moved to such a small town. I'm like, you have no idea where we just moved Mm -hmm. from. So it's, it's really cool that we always had the podcast in mind of what we would do to keep it going. So we've had a lot of thoughts, but we've been trying to get settled uh, in our new places. And I was just talking to Brittany about this the other day is transition. I forgot how much goes into this process because it's Mm -hmm. been a good three years since we've had to do this. Yeah. And it just feels so hard every single time, no matter how well prepared you are. It just feels so crazy and different each time. And each time I swear we learn something new. I We could all write a book, I'm sure, about how <laughs> different things happen and what you need to do when you've moved to different places because I've ordered 17 things to my old house and they have not reached out. I've just <laughs> ordered things to my house and realized <laughs> it. So just little things like that that you realize. And then, of course, you know, decorating new houses and layouts and such. Like we need all – I know you have a transformer – table but we need all transformable furniture every single piece needs to transform oh my goodness I know and you know going back to the process with the moving we you know as y'all know with the different types of moves you kind of get some different options so Brittany had a certain set of options to move and I had my own kind so we actually ended up having to do quotes to get our move and basically single it out to which one would work best and then you go from there and Our move was really interesting because we had used this company before, but the company that was local, that was a partner that ended up moving us, it's real interesting. We had a lot of broken things. Um, We're going through that process right now of taking pictures and doing the whole insurance claim on some of these items. So I think with um, that whole process, it really, it really reminded me how difficult the moving part was like so difficult yeah I feel like every single time that we've moved there's something different that you learn 
and it's not all the same even if you use the same company or even if you've moved a million times I swear you like black it out it's almost like when you go through a bad experience and you try not to remember that bad experience and you try to and you can only remember the good parts of that bad experience like a bad breakup or you know you're you're like wow why did I break up with that person why did I hate moving (laughs) you know and it's then you start moving again and you're like oh this is why it all comes rushing back to you We didn't have any broken things, but our house was not ready to move in when we moved into it, which is frustrating because the movers did everything in one day, which they are awesome. Shout out to Fireman Moving Company. They will move you (laughs) wherever. And they also move coaches all the time. So they drove to Starkville, picked up our stuff, packed it, and then dropped it off the next day. Our house just wasn't ready to be moved into and so we had about a layer of like drywall and dust and dirt and so instead of being able to put things down where they're supposed to go we had to put everything in our garage which brought really bad memories back of when we were in Starkville and we didn't (laughs) quite move into our apartment if you haven't heard that uh, story you'll have to go back a few episodes probably to like the beginning of our podcast but we moved into an apartment that we hated and so we moved all of our stuff into the garage because we were trying to find a new place so it just PTSD from that we moved all of our stuff into the garage so we could clean and kind of start fresh but no matter how much you prepare there's always something that just hits you from nowhere yeah I thought the process was interesting so our house had been ready it was before we got in and then once they brought the boxes the movers said I just I don't know I was just watching the whole process and you know being a planner I feel like you start to think of logistics you're like okay we can get this knocked out in like two hours y'all can unload this is gonna be great when they came I just I was just so confused on some of the things that they were doing like an unloading and stacking boxes so our couch talking about literally transforming furniture I did not think it was gonna fit We looked like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory grandparents where the couch was so stacked like in front of each other. It looked like we were going to have to stare (laughs) at each other to sit in the living room. But after everything was unpacked, it turned out being okay. But it was just one of those things where you're moving to a new space and our living room is actually smaller than it was previously at the other place. So that was a lot. And unpacking and all those things, um, Brittany and I were talking about it. It has taken such a long time. I didn't remember it taking this long last time, but I don't know why. Yeah. And I guess we were kind of blessed with this. When we moved last time, we had COVID right after, which I hate to say we're blessed by COVID, but we had the guys home for an entire month or two. So I felt like we had so much more time to kind of unpack and then work wasn't as crazy because everything kind of halted. So it just seemed like there was the perfect amount of time to unpack and kind of get things situated and hung. And those are always the things that take so much more time than you realize And of course, I just like to start projects too before I'm even unpacked. So that doesn't help things because I'm like, well, we should also do this. But it's like, well, how about we unpack all the boxes first? So we finally just got our garage like kind of cleaned out and now we just need to organize it. So it's been a process. It's definitely not easy. Yeah, I want to talk about working full time while having to move and unpack because as y'all know, if you've been around for a while, Brittany and I are both event planners and 
when you were starting into the end of winter slash going into spring, that is one of the busiest times for event planning in our world. And Mm -hmm. it just, you know, it always matches up so perfectly with the transition schedule. And it was wild because we both were traveling, working full time. There was one day that I was literally working on a bar stool and there was boxes stacked to the ceiling with paper just mounted everywhere. So it was not a settled feeling for a good while. And then living out of a suitcase too, when you're going to events and then coming home to the chaos. Yeah, that was, I think, the hardest part. And I told Drew that next time I thought I could handle it all. And I feel like that's how we we take on a lot of things in this industry is we feel like we can handle things because we can and we have done it before. And we kind of forget that it's okay to not take on everything all at once. And so I told him next time I refuse to work during the packing and unpacking stage because it's really hard to be fully present in my job and also kind of take care of the little details. We were outside for an entire day while they were packing our house in Starkville because I was on meetings the entire day and I should have just taken the day off so I could help and assist and kind of direct and make sure that everything was packed the way that, you know, I wanted. I mean, it was totally fine. But I think just looking back on it just felt so rushed and it felt like I was trying to fit so many things in. And then I was laughing really hard because after a really long day and I'm like sweeping our old house and it was late and I was going to stay at Ashley's house. So I was like trying not to stay too late. So I'm sweeping the house and Drew's like, oh man, all the little things of moving. It's just moving is (laughs) tough. Moving is really hard. And I literally told him, what have you done? What have you done besides start your new job? So I think it's hilarious because I know that they do a lot of work within their jobs. But when we have full-time jobs and we're doing all these things, it's hard for them to kind of wrap their mind around all of the things that we are actually doing. Yeah, I think it's hard being patient during that time too, because I don't know about y'all, but our communication always lacks. It's a hard because usually they're doing their own thing and then you're trying to get answers and just talking about a mistake is I set up the utilities under my name, but I did it under my married name, not my legal name, which I don't, y'all come after me. I still haven't changed it since we've been married, but little things like that, that I needed help with because I wasn't sure like what he set up. And so I just went ahead and did it because I didn't want to wait on him. So things like that. I'm like, we were not communicating during mm-hmm. that process. So yeah, we had utilities all whacked and messed up from me, but I just, it is funny because you don't think about those things until you're doing it all over again. Yeah. Um, and I think with their job and working and their transition, they handle things. Maybe it's just being the significant other. I feel like they they handle things different in a different way with their transition. Did Drew handle it well or how do you think he he yeah. went about it? It's just interesting because they just kind of roll with it and he kind of got frustrated towards the end because he was staying in like a dorm room apartment and so he was just ready to be in his own space. But other than that, he just loves being around football. So him being in the office every day is just fun for him. And so the other details when I have to ask him questions about certain things or you know, when we were house hunting and I asked if he could just come see the final couple houses, those things were just a process to have to have him assist with. And not in a bad way. It's just that's not his expertise and he just doesn't care. He's like, whatever, I trust you. Like you can find us a house. But I'm the type of person that I want his input. So it was hard to kind of balance those things and make sure that we were kind of on the same page too. But it was just an interesting time to transition to and then 
we were also planning our wedding and so that kind of threw a wrench in things because I just had to cut off wedding planning completely. I mean, I basically just picked it back up. And so it's been a few months of not doing anything for our wedding this summer. And so just little things that I think he is better equipped to handle in the transition. And I'm just, I'm just not in that way. I'm just not a go with the flow type of person. So I like (laughs) to have things planned out. And then it was frustrating because we don't have a joint bank account. We were trying to pay our down payment for the house and they don't have a Bank of America in town. It's an hour away in Nashville. So he's trying to do that in between meetings and trying to get everything situated because it had to come from his account. So just little things that I feel like we've learned that I think you and I should probably write down some of these things and we can like distribute it to everyone of just Mm -hmm. little checklist items because your communication does kind of go out the window. But if you can have a list or something that you can focus on to get you guys on the same page, I think that's helpful. Yeah, I agree. I think with Carson, his transition was super smooth just because he wanted to get back to football, just like Drew. I feel like they're just so used to it. As far as the little things of like feeling settled in your own, we did distance for three and a half weeks, staying with another family for over a month, waiting for me to get up here and our stuff. And so trying to do that and, you know, be respectful of the family's time and stay out of their way. And then when I come and visit, I only visited once and that was it. Trying to figure out all these little things was definitely a challenge. But Carson, um, I think was just so eager for that new start, that fresh chapter that he was like, okay, I'm ready to go. But yes, the, the communication and the list of things you don't think about until you're in it, we should definitely write down for sure. Yeah, I think I have a lot of new things that I'll think about for the next time that we transition and kind of a different viewpoint going into it because it's hard when you're just kind of thrown into it to just react and that's kind of what you have to do. But if you at least have a plan in place for if that does happen again, then you can kind of go back to, okay, here's my plan. This is what I need to do. I can break it out by chunks because I was having a really hard time breaking it all down because I just kept seeing the bigger picture and it was just stressing me out. I was like, I just can't, I can't even function. Yeah. I I don't know if it ever gets easier. I feel like we can make it like more simplified on what we need to do for tasks. And then of course we'll, we'll work on that resource for everyone because we feel like we have just come out the other side of the mountain on on this part. We're finally on the downhill where we're both getting settled and going through all that. But with a new program, we feel like this always comes up is trying to figure out that dynamic of just being with new people. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so difficult trying to work your way back in, meet a new community, try all those things. So how has your experience been so far with meeting new people on staff? I don't think I've really done too much of it just because I've been traveling so much for work as well. But our, our staff here has been so, so great, and the head coach's wife is just so awesome, and she started a couple of group chats because we've had people g- come and go. We have a really young staff here, and so it's a lot of new coaches and kind of a newer program for everyone here. So not a lot of people have been here for a long time, so that was kind of interesting because we're all coming in at the same time, and you know we've had Bible study a couple of times and so just being able to kind of meet some of the people has been helpful we haven't quite all got together yet just because there has been so much shift and not everyone's here yet so that will be helpful once we all get to meet and kind of have that interaction but 
it's been so exciting to meet a whole new group of women because I've been with those same, nothing wrong with those group of women, but I've just been with those same women since I've started in the sports industry. So it's just been fun to kind of get to know a whole new style. Yeah. I think it's fun to be the new kid. I know a lot a lot of people will have fear with that, but I really like it, even though it's a lot of effort just because I get to start fresh. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always appreciated being the new kid when you go somewhere. And that's definitely what I'm feeling right now, because where your staff is all new, mine has been here forever. Yeah. <laughs> new people. So it'll be cool to have these two different perspectives for y'all to kind of hear about because this staff here, uh, we are the first couple new people. There's a handful of us that are new and probably 10 years. So it's really interesting because not, not only has there been traditions that have been set, but there has been um, the same group of people around each other for a long time to see their yeah. kids grow up or the community. And um, it's really neat, the kind of resources that they have that have evolved in the town over time. So just like you, though, I've only been around um, probably for about two main gatherings because we've all been still in transition and then now it's spring break here. So we're kind of figuring it out. But I, I will say it's been really neat to see how inclusive everyone is. I have never once felt that there has been a difference in what someone's job is, which is so mm -hmm. cool because... I don't need to know that. Like, I think it's so neat when I meet someone at practice and they're the video coordinator, significant other. And I had no idea because we're all hanging out in the same area. So I think it's something that is so neat. And I, I think that it'll be exciting to see how, how it works out. Yeah, I think that's the cool part about it too is we each have two totally different perspectives because your head coach's wife has been a head coach's wife for a while my head coach's wife here has been a head coach's wife for a few years. And so, and we have new staff and old staff. So I think it'll be really interesting for us to kind of compare. But the one thing that is consistent from you and I talking is that they're both so inclusive. And it's the same thing here, you know, grad assistant, uh, video coordinator, significant other, our recruiting director was at Bible study. And like, you just, same thing, you don't even know until you ask. And then some of the times I'm like, I don't even remember what she said. I think that's been the cool part about it is getting to know so many different people and knowing that they're just so inclusive and involve as many people as they possibly can. It shouldn't matter what your title or your role is of your significant other since we're all there at the same time for the same purpose. So I am so excited. I know Brittany is too, just to see uh, this new season unfold and what there is to come from it all. And with that, from the programs, have you seen anything that is unique that you were like, wow, or that's really cool that that's been done in the past so far? Have you experienced anything so far? I think it's just a lot of hanging out with each other and kind of getting to know each other. And it seems kind of like they, you know, are always in the offices, like they allow significant others to come in the office. That was something that the head coach told me when Drew had his, his interview and I came along with him, you know, we went to the facility and he said, if you ever want to come by the office or if Drew's not answering, you text me, I'll let you into the office. Like, it's fine. You can come on in. So I think it's just a really family-oriented environment and it's just going to be interesting to kind of see the fun things that they do. You know, they're doing like an Easter egg hunt 
in a couple of weeks and kind of just doing family things like that. And then, of course, the Bible study, as I mentioned before, they had that option for people. So just kind of involving families a little bit more. And then Ash and her were laughing because we both got, I mean, she's got a way more detailed schedule. It's crazy. But we actually (laughs) have a schedule. So that is a first for us. And it's hilarious because some people are like, oh, where's our schedule? And Ash and are like, oh, you get a schedule? We thought you just found out the day of what you were doing, you know? So it's that's been an interesting shift is to actually have a little bit of time to plan some things. Yeah, I think because we're like, oh, wait, there's a, a like a whole itinerary and our, and our event planner self is just so happy yeah. during that. We have some cool things too that are super unique. I will say it's been very nice. They let the significant others, no matter girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever's on staff, wife, husband, whatever, you are allowed to come work out at the facility. And then on Wednesdays, they have a family dinner. So what's really neat is everyone will come to practice towards the end. And there is a lot of kiddos on the staff. And so usually everyone comes right towards the end. And then they have the dinner afterwards, which is super neat. And so that's where I've been trying to meet some of the new people. But Yes, very uh, family oriented and it's been cool to see so far. And of course we have, you know, way more stories in the future to come because we still are the newbies of this group. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Did you have any family come and help you guys move in or out? What was your moving like? Oh my gosh. Yes. So my sweet in-laws, they were so kind. They drove from Texas to Starkville to oversee the move. So when they were overseeing the move, they were watching and helping the Packers basically put everything together. I was kind of a crazy person and made like a detailed itinerary of what needed to go where and how it needed to be packed because I was so terrified something was going to happen. So I made this detailed like itinerary for them, but they drove eight hours to come oversee the move. And then the part that was wild, which, you know, we'll laugh about this someday is they couldn't tell us when the truck was going to arrive. It was a week gap. And so I was still on my event working full time. I was actually in Mexico when all this was happening. And they were texting me saying, Hey, I think we're going to have to drive to Clemson because we can't figure out when the truck's going to arrive. It could be tomorrow. It could be two days from now. And Carson was not able to during that time to stay home all day and let the truck in. So they actually drove six more additional hours on top of that to Clemson from Starkville and then got to the house and then they called them the moving company did and said we can't be there till the first of March so it was a week later so they drove all the way there yes but I will say they got to see the town we like took care of them and made sure and dinner and all these things and they got to check it all out but man I felt so bad so they drove 13 hours back from Clemson to Texas. Dang. MVPs. We had help. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty wild. What about you? Did you have anybody come? Drew's mom and I got to house shop together, which was really fun. And so I had her come with me and, you know, go around all the different houses, which was really, really fun. We had a good time with it. And then we drove back to Starkville together and she helped me get the house ready to sell and kind of get everything cleared out. I don't think that I would have been able to do it without her just because I had no idea what went into getting our house ready to sell. And that was the first time I did it. And so having her help and she's been through it before she's a coach's wife so she's a vet with it so she knows all the little details and having her input was really really important for me 
So that was really helpful. And then when we moved here, my parents came out that day after we moved. And my dad, the saint that he is, spent every single day rebuilding our closet because I hated the wire shelves. And I was like, those have got to go. So my dad completely rebuilt our closet for an entire week. And it looks so nice. I don't think I could have done it without them. My mom also unpacked like all of our boxes because I just was in meetings for so much of the time Mm -hmm. when we got here. And so I don't know where half the things are. And I keep telling her, I'm like, where did you put that? (laughs) But it's fine. (laughs) At least it's away and it's out of a box. They broke down all of our boxes for us. Like it was just so helpful to have them here. And I don't think I could have done it without both sides of our family. It's almost impossible to do it by yourself. It doesn't have to be a family member, but I have not heard from anybody that just does it completely alone in some like shape or form. You have somebody come and help you. So I think it is definitely a support effort because I mean, at least with working full time and trying to do this. And I know that moms out there with kiddos, I have no idea how you do this too, because I could barely do it myself. And then trying to take care of little ones is a whole nother factor on top of it. But yes, I think having the help was so wonderful this time because it was a lot. I really do feel like it was a lot this time. And with that, for the settled like feeling of being in the house and having things unpacked finally, where are you at now? Do you feel settled? Are you still trying to figure out a routine? What do you feel? I feel settled. I feel like the spaces that I use the most are unpacked and ready pretty much to use. So like my office and our bedroom, I had the electrician come in and put lights in our office because I was like, I'm in there all the time and I can't have one light. It just was making me crazy. So little things we had to do. And then, you know, I had a centipede scare. As I told you guys on Instagram, (laughs) I found a centipede in my room and I panicked and I called the exterminator. So I feel like I'm just really checking those boxes. I'm getting the exterminator you know, we've got the electrician coming out, the painters finishing some painting things. So we're getting there, but I still feel like there's a lot that I want to do. And of course, as y'all know, I love DIY and Mm -hmm. I finally have a place for all of my tools. And so we're really (laughs) going to go, we're going to go hard with the DIY soon, hopefully after the wedding so that I can actually focus on the wedding things and not get too wrapped up with DIY. What about y'all? Yeah, we feel settled. I think that our rule though is we try to unpack as quickly as possible. We didn't buy a house, we rent. So I know it's a little bit different since we have some rules and stipulations with renting a place. But I think that I just feel so settled and almost like a breath of fresh air, like peace from being in this new location with the just the atmosphere and just change of scenery. I think that's just been so great. And I will say that with the routine that... I've been traveling a bunch, so I'm trying to get into that daily routine, but at least the house is put together and everything's been put up. So I do feel settled in a sense of everything's where it needs to be, at least. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's the hard part when you're traveling, too. I think we've both learned we probably not that we planned this out this way because we had travel on the books before we knew we were moving, but just making sure that you can clear your calendar if possible, because it's just it's just so much on your mental health too. I felt really, I don't know if you felt this way. I'm I'm just telling my experience, but I just felt so almost depressed because I was just so overwhelmed and I didn't kind of know where to start. And of course I had a lot, you know, work was really crazy and then the wedding and moving. And so there was just so many things on my plate and people kept asking how they could help, but I couldn't even sift through what I had to do because I was so overwhelmed. And so I think it's just realizing that that's normal and 
you know, not letting yourself sit in that space for too long and kind of pulling yourself out of it and making small goals and manageable goals and then being able to divvy out what you need help with. But really trying to clear your plate as much as possible when you're moving because it does take a lot out of you. And even though you think you're a superwoman, and you are, and we all are great at what we're doing, but it's just a lot. And there's a lot that goes into it. That's completely normal because it's so many things that we're responsible for. And then you're trying to just communicate with your significant other on top of all your own to-dos. And then your personal your personal life kind of goes to the wayside. Like, yeah. I don't know about you, but my routine of working out, which keeps me mentally sane, and I know it does you too, and eating right and trying to be in that routine mindset, live day to day, it goes completely out the window. Yeah. Like I've been out of routine for probably six weeks and not the eating part so much, but literally that first, I would say three weeks, you are all over the place. Yeah. Like you're not working out, you're sleeping in random places. <laughs> Like, yep. I felt like I was literally living out of a suitcase and then you're eating out all the time, at least picking things up because yeah. you're like, I, I don't know what to do right now. I don't even know where our pan is at yeah, this point. Exactly. So I think there's something to be said for the mental toll that it takes on you when you do the transition for the sports industry, because people on the outside see that it's just the new job, new chapter, like glitz and glamour. And then we're like the armor behind everything trying to push it forward to the next page of everything so I completely agree with that I think that's probably the most difficult part yeah is the mental part of it yeah I, I I think it's just important to remember that piece and as we kind of continue along on our journey of course we're going to keep you guys updated as new things come up and if there's anything you want to hear about or if there's anyone you want us to talk to on the podcast we're happy to do so but we are back in action and we are super excited to have y'all along again for this new journey of 2023 so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time bye thank you so much for listening to this episode on more than a season podcast you can follow us on instagram at more than a season podcast or on tiktok at more than a season for the latest updates if you have enjoyed this episode, please download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.